0: And you know what that means. Happy Shark Week and welcome to Max Wrestling. This is your captain speaking. He is El Jefe, Moses Marquez, and we are one week away from the realest party of the summer, Promo Slam.
1: And also on today's episode, the rules of engagement are set for Jey Uso and Roman Reigns. LA receives another pushback? And is this the end of Daddy Ass?
0: Never thought we'd say don't retire to Daddy Ass in 2023.
1: Seriously.
0: But uh, before we do a damn thing, make sure you guys mash the subscribe button on YouTube. Follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us. And for all your Mattress and needs, head over to Mattressandnet.weebly.com. And very quickly, YouTube kicked ass last week. Thank you very much, everybody.
1: Hell yeah. Keep it going. So let's jump right into it. Let's talk some smack. The cat is ready for a Friday night three-way. Giggity.
0: We're kicking off with Impact. Uh, Scott DeMore opened the show to thank the fans and address his moments at Slammiversary. Of course, he's now officially back in place as the president of Impact after his match against Bully Ray. Um, but was interrupted by the good hands, John Skyler and Jason Hotch, looking for a fight. DeMore gave them one against Rich Swan and Sammy Callahan, who pick up the win. Nice. Backstage, the Rascals confronted Chris Bay and Ace Austin starting a brawl and getting kicked out of the building by Damore for their trouble. Damore then set up a match between Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice next week where the loser will be fired.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Uh, Nick Aldis interrupted Eric Young's interview, prompting Eric Young to challenge him to a match that's also taking place next week, which may or may not be Aldis's swan song. I don't know how much he taped up to. Yeah, right. Um... Jake Something defeated Kevin Knight. Courtney Rush defeated Savannah Evans. And in an interview with Tom Hannifan, formerly known as Tom Phillips, Jonathan Gresham spoke cryptically about his future with Impact, saying he doesn't think he fits in.
1: That motherfucker well, don't say he fits well in. Oh, your anywhere.
0: attitude don't fit in anywhere. But there you go. Seriously. <laughs> um, with an assist from Johnny Bravo in riot gear, I I thought he was in uh, dead, but there we go. Dirty Dango stole the win over Santino. Subculture defended the tag team titles against ABC. Josh Alexander discussed his comeback with the fans and called out Alex Shelley. Leo Rush interrupted them and teased option C. Kushida interrupted and shut down Leo Rush because, of course, he won the ultimate X. Giant X. Uh, And Bully Ray's music hit, but Moose and Brian Myers jump all the babyfaces to end the show.
1: Hmm. Um, it's funny, looking okay. pretty
0: stacked next week. Well,
1: that's it. Sounds like it.
0: Tonight, for those of you who uh, watch it live, tomorrow, for us in the UK. Um, on to SmackDown, and surprisingly, not many notes for this one. A super slow LA Knight burn continues as he lights up the crowd, but it's Rey Mysterio who defeats LA Knight Cameron Grimes and Sheamus to earn a match against Santos Escobar next week where the winner will face Austin Fury for the U.S. title. Fun. Charlotte Flair defeated Io Sky because, of course, but Asuka attacked after the match. She'll defend her title against Charlotte and Bianca at SummerSlam. Ooh. We've already seen a bunch of people from NXT in the crowd on this episode of SmackDown for some reason. But um, NXT, head of creative, is also able to book matches on SmackDown, apparently. So Shawn Michaels booked a match between Dirty Dom and Butch. I don't know hey, what the hell's okay. going on backstage this week. Um, Fucking chaos, that's what. <laughs> uh, so Santos Escobar will face Rey Mysterio next week. It's LWO versus LWO. The winner faces Fury. But in a non-title match, Santos defeated Austin Fury. Backstage, Bobby Lashley continues to tease an alliance with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, looking good. And then, of course, the Rules of Engagement segment ended the show, where Jey Uso challenged Roman Reigns <clears throat> to tribal combat, which apparently was the idea of the Elders.
1: So what the fuck is tribal combat?
0: Um, it, It's basically like Black Panther. Whoever wins is head of the tribe.
1: Oh, will come forever.
0: Nice. Um But also, it uh, there's a respect thing there where they they uh, agree not to touch each other until the match. So they did the whole handshake and you know heads touching sign of respect to end the segment. And then Roman stopped Solo from dropping Jay with a Samoan spike.
1: I kind of like this. I like yeah. this a lot.
0: R- rules of combat in place. And then of course Jay mm-hmm. dropped Solo with a super kick. Beautiful. <laughs> Uh, that was SmackDown. I literally have three bullet points for Rampage on Royal Rampage. Darby Allen won a 20-man battle royal to earn a shot at the TNT title. The acclaimed and daddy ass defeated Team QTV. Bringing in Johnny TV has been a complete waste of time. I don't know what the hell he's doing there. And main event, Chris Statlander defeated Marina Shafir to retain the TBS title.
1: Thank God.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know when Darby's. Got his TNT title match, because that was Friday. We've already seen him on Collision, and he was on Dynamite last night, but I don't know. Maybe it's all in. Maybe it'll be the first match announced for all I
1: was just going to say, we're a month away. We don't have a single match. Hey, fuck it. There you go, Bam. That's your first match. A month out, you get a shot at Wembley for the TNT title. I mean, hell, fucking Darby just... uh, He just lost last night. So, I mean, so much momentum after winning a Battle Royal, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we're a month out, and... Ten thousand tickets away from the biggest box office of all time, fucking let's go by everybody in London or near London do it. uh I'm poor, so I, just, I heard that <laughs> <laughs> uh with that covered, Saturday nights are right for fighting. Let's take a look at collision. Saturday.
1: Ricky Stark celebrated his victory in the Owen Hart tournament in the absolute style before being confronted by CM Punk. Punk uh, actually praised how Stark defeated him last week, took some shots at the booing Jersey crowd, and then tried to play the seed of doubt in Ricky's head. Ricky shot back by calling Punk an empty bag. Christian Cage and Luchasaurus randomly interrupted, and I still don't know who the fuck is the goddamn TNT champion. We are then interrupted by Darby Allen, who took it upon himself to set up a random ass tag match. By the way, if nobody mentioned, he got uh, Ricky Starks got the ultimate uh, more than Cody pyro, like waste of money kind of pyro. But I loved every second of it. Earlier footage was shown as security prevented Andrade from entering the building, which raises all kinds of fun questions. Uh, the Bang Bang Gang defeated uh, Action Andrade and Darius Martin with the uh, Pendulum DDT from Juice and a Blade Runner from Jay White. They added an exclamation mark on Andrade, and then uh, uh, after the match, along with the the Gun Club, the boys. I like them. Yes, I like boy. them a lot. They, they're nice boys. The nice boys. Give them, give them more of a push. You know what I mean? Like when they got that TNT, um, not TNT, when they got the tag title run, it was nice. I'm yeah. liking them with this group. Let's run with this more. I like this a lot. Speaking of stuff that I like a lot, big man versus big man action. Miro gets jumped by the big Nick Camarado, the former big hairy, what the fuck was it? Hair, hairy, sexy hairy big beast ass or whatever. Hagrid. Whatever the fuck his stupid name, Twitter name was <laughs> about being a big hairy beast or what have you. But isn't it enough as Miro quickly turns the tables and picks up a submission win against Big Nick Camarado? House of Black defeated the acclaimed daddy-ass, and after a hot tag daddy-ass fell victim to Brody King's clothesline, hell, we all fucking would, Malachi whispered something to a dejected daddy-ass after the match, prompting him to leave his boots in the ring and push the acclaimed aside. Which, again, raises a whole lot of questions. I don't think he's done... I think this is something that Malachi does. He puts that little extra edge into you, and then all of a sudden, everybody's going gothic.
0: I love it. Yeah. If it is um, a work, then they're all playing into it because even the gun club paid tribute on Twitter, and his wife posted something about retirement. Oh, man. So they're going all in. No pun intended.
1: Hey, no, I I wouldn't put the pun in. But anyway, (laughs) FTR addresses MJF and Adam Cole ahead of their match head of their title match warning cole not to trust his partner the whole thing about ftr kept saying like adam cole you're not it's not about you it's about how much we hate mjf and then the whole thing was like they kept going back and forth and they made it feel like they didn't watch each other's promos because he's like if you say anything about my wife and kid i'll rip your eyes out so i'm kind of hoping to see somebody's eyes get ripped out on
0: saturday the horror show at dynamite
1: love it Ty Valkyrie picked up a pretty dominant win over Sky Blue. Blue's winning streak is well, uh, uh, well, is well, I guess that's over now. Uh, yeah. After this match, <laughs> Taya then challenged Britt for a match on Dynamite, which we will then get into. Um, I don't want to say Collision was missable, but I mean, like, I watched it. I wasn't, like, overly enthused. It was yeah,
0: um, yeah the, the whole Darby Allin-CM Punk partnership felt a little forced.
1: Felt WWE.
0: Yeah, um, I love the whole Christian Luchasaurus. Who's the real champion? Thing Christian keeps, and he said to Punk, "What kind of man carries a belt he didn't win?"
1: As he's, I love this. (laughs) He like made fun of himself in the middle of it. This is what I'm like. This is why I love Christian as a heel because he works it up to the fucking fullest of the degrees. But I'm still very confused on what's going on.
0: Yeah, Uh, and as for Sky Blue, uh, her winning streak is very much like deafening pops for punk they're not in chicago anymore nope
1: all right now it's onto the cap he's going in raw good god it must be mondays
0: for the third week in a row i really I didn't, did i say really kind of enjoyed raw it was a decent show Um, Judgment Day opened the show again to celebrate Dirty Don winning a North American title, but we're interrupted by KO and Sammy. Um, it's a weekly thing now where Kevin Owens just absolutely yells and yells and yells like an old man yelling at a cloud. And I love it. Beautiful. Um, it must be difficult for Sammy stood next to him trying not to break into hysterics every week when you got Kevin just screaming as loud as he can into a microphone next to him. But, I, I
1: uh, want to say he's a little used to it, but then again, yeah.
0: I mean, even um,
1: I mean, even even the easiest man or even the toughest man can be broke.
0: That's true. Look at Roman. Hey. Um, he ended up with Sami Zayn challenging Dom to a title match, of course, for the North American title. Uh, Becky Lynch defeated Zoe Stark with a manhandle slam to earn her rematch with Trish at SummerSlam and avoid getting Thank You, Trish tattooed across her chest. Mm-hmm. Um a little bit of trivia from the commentary team. Becky Lynch has zero tattoos.
1: What a trivia fact.
0: What a first tattoo that would have been. Right? <laughs> uh, Cody Rhodes vowed to defeat Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam and finish the chapter. We know Cody. He gets passionate on the microphone. This was another one of his passionate promos. Um, Brock Lesnar wasn't there this week. There we go.
1: Oh, yeah, he's not going to SmackDown. I mean, he, I mean, he's like, where, where were they? No, we're in Portland. That's where they were.
0: We ain't going to Portland. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Dirty Dom did defeat Sami Zayn thanks to a distraction when Priest seemingly attacked KO backstage and then brought him onto the stage. Um, according to reports, KO is legitimately injured. It doesn't seem too serious, but enough to keep him out of action this week. Um, Bronson Reed, uh, he, he feels like he's just there at the moment. He's, I don't want to say mid, but he's not really doing anything. He's just—he's not getting cheered. He's not getting booed. He's just there. But shouldn't have left Japan. He hey. defeated Champa after Nakamura caught a distraction by coming in for a closer look, despite being warned by Champa to stay away. Uh, hopefully, we are get a triple threat at Summerslam. I don't know what for, because neither of them have a title. Or anything. Okay, but, just give me
1: a triple threat.
0: Yeah, we'll have a banger triple threat. That'll do. Um, Following Raquel's injury last week Rhea Ripley finished a job with a violent assault On Liv Morgan It was pretty tough to watch even though it was kayfabe Um, (laughs) Destroying her arm With a steel chair Liv also is apparently legitimately injured Hopefully also not as serious Um, But yeah uh, Rhea's just destroyed both of them within two weeks Because of course she's mommy Mm Mm-hmm. And after being called up by Ricochet, Logan Paul attacked him from behind before accepting the challenge for SummerSlam, but got caught off guard with a super kick. Uh, I think Ricochet's improving a little bit on the microphone.
1: It's, 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 Logan yeah. Paul's
0: just Logan Paul.
1: No, that motherfucker is... <laughs> I hate him so much for being awesome. What a fucker. God, He's a I great heel so much. He's the best, but then this fucking first-person vidya... On the phone thing? Like, that was badassery.
0: Moving on, Drew McIntyre faced off with Imperium as Gunter. Accepted the challenge to defend his title before McIntyre challenged Ludwig Kaiser to a match. McIntyre picked up the win before being attacked by Gunter and Matt Riddle failed to make the save. But Drew McIntyre fought his own way back and powerbombed Gunter truly the table. Seems very obvious that McIntyre is taking the title, so they might just swerve us and keep it on Gunter.
1: Please? did, he, did he, I don't think he's beating the record yet, so don't do it. Don't do it.
0: Uh, I think it's October he beats the record. Isn't
1: it? Oh, well then you, you motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> he's the longest reigning champion of this century. We know that much.
1: No, beat but honky uh, honky. I don't think
0: he's beat Honky Tonk's record yet.
1: No, beat Honky Tonk.
0: Uh, and finally... Stupid. Seth Rollins and Finn Balor came face-to-face for their SummerSlam contract signing as Judgment Day surrounded the ring. Rollins attempted to fight them off, and Sami Zayn ran down for backup, but both were quickly outnumbered as Judgment Day stood over the beaten-down champion to end the show. Fun? Apparently, I- Rollins is also legitimate. Well, not injured, but he's no. said himself he needs surgery. Um, He's been... Not 100% since, uh, I think he said last Mania.
1: Damn. So this motherfucker been working hurt for a minute.
0: Yeah, Rollins is a workhorse.
1: Jiminy Christmas, you tough bastard. Okay, well, I mean, hey, a Finn world title run? Yeah,
0: um, it would make sense. I mean, he... Beat Rollins at SummerSlam the first time, win the Universal title, then dropped it the next night. So maybe we can get the run we were supposed to have back then. With a more violent Finn Balor now. And then so
1: all chips to the judgment day.
0: Yeah, plus priest has that briefcase.
1: Oh, and there comes in a turmoil. Oh my god, is the are they gonna accept the writing on the walls? Or are they gonna I, swerve us like they do?
0: I kind of don't want the Judgment Day to break up because they really are running raw every week. And it's fun. It is.
1: It's fun. Hell, um, I'm loving them on everything. I'm, I liked when Dom showed up on NXT. I, I thought I thought him winning the North American title was awesome. Like, fuck, good for him, dude. Like, that's yeah. a great move.
0: Yes, and, it's, uh, it's nice. It's also nice that he's defending it on main roster shows.
1: Yep. Elevate shit elevated.
0: Um, but we'll get more into WWE next week when we predict SummerSlam, but let's talk last night on Dynamite.
1: All right, opening the show, we had Orange Cassidy defeating AR Fox to retain the International Championship. Fox then attacks Cassidy after the match and is confronted by his irate friend Darby Allen as they return to the back, John Moxley randomly attacks Cassidy and leaps, which apparently is building towards uh what I'm hoping is gonna be Cassidy versus Mox, more than likely at Wembley for the international title.
0: Tear the house
1: down. Fucking A, right. Backstage, Don Callis convinces Jericho to team with the against his faction buddies Sammy Guevara and Danny Garcia. Why does everyone's just all so easily to Don Callis breaking up teams. And where the fuck do they get these goddamn paintings where they look buff as shit? Like all the Don, time.
0: Don knows a
1: guy. I mean, like, because I mean, fucking him. There's one with him and Kenny, and now there's one with him and Chris. And it's like, I want to know where to get one. You know what I mean? We need you. We need, we need one, one. You know what I'm saying? We need one now. That's where we're at. And it's like I need one. <laughs> I don't give a shit the cost. Okay, a little bit of but anyway. <laughs> it's the um, shit. We got some... Uh-oh. That's not rope. Oh, wait a minute. No, that's NXT. Fun. No, that's not... Wrong, wrong show. Anyway. Oh, I left BC. a bit of
0: SmackDown in there. Okay.
1: Oh, it's SmackDown. Whatever. I was like, why is Dirty Dom doing on eight?
0: A little bit from SmackDown that I missed. Dirty Dom defeated Bush to retain the North American title and pretty deadly distracted Ridge Holland at ringside.
1: Beautiful stuff. <laughs> Swerving it in there. <laughs> BCC sending clear message to the roster not to cross him. I could have sworn that was already a message, but whatever. They keep fucking emphasizing it because they're the mean. They're the mean guys. God damn it. And then you know Brian Danielson still got broke up, but whatever. Uh, in an interview, Ski of Own uh, talks to Jack Perry as he disrespects the FTW title on his last on his win last week, all prompting ECW's or former ECW talent Jerry Lynn to come out and talk to him. Perry talks him down from a fight. There's this whole back and forth. Lynn challenges him to a max next week. I really I don't know if we're really getting fucking Jerry Lynn. We probably are. All I know is Jerry Lynn hit me with a line that fucking left me baffled and made me like have to walk around the room and contemplate. I was like uh Pablo Escobar, just <laughs> I didn't know what to think. He said that Jack Perry wouldn't be here without ECW. And I'm like, what? Of yeah. All the promotions.
0: Pretty much, just saying, there'd be no current generation without the generation that did ECW. But uh, ECW was a different kettle of fish.
1: Heard that. <laughs> That's a light there, way of putting it.
0: There probably wouldn't be an NGW without ECW.
1: There we go. A CZW. But
0: uh, I'm all for seeing Jerry Lynn one more time.
1: Hey, I'll take it. He he is. If you guys go back and watch stuff from him in the early ECW days, he looks like Kenny Omega, and he kind of wrestled yeah. like him too.
0: Yeah he, yeah he does And him and RVD never had a bad match
1: Oh god no Speaking of stuff that's never bad Renee's interview So she's in the back she's talking to Britt Baker She Ty Taya Valkyrie's challenge Saying that Do you gotta remember that TBS Stands for the Brit Show Love nice. that tag Pac defeats the Gravity Because you know <laughs> he, he, he doesn't like Gravity Or Gravity forgot him and he's, he'll never forget me again Um, Obviously this is I want to say it's Roosh's brother Uh, Either Rooster or Andrade One of the guys Um, But yeah, no Uh, Easy win for Pac Um, I expected a hell of a lot more But then again, my expectations were through the fucking roof Shame on me Uh, Swerve and Darby Allen Jesus Criminy Um, I feel so bad for Darby, dude He's been beating the crap out of himself for years And I I have this fear that he's not going to make it to 40 But (laughs) <laughs> Regardless, he's having all kinds of fun. Um, A.R. Fox ends up interrupting the match, betrays his friend. Um, after he drags him out of the ring, posts him, sends him back into the ring, helps uh, a- helps um, Swerve get the win, and then they beat the shit out of him. All of a sudden, Nick Wayne comes down to try to aid Darby Allen, and that's when Fox reveals himself, and he beats the shit out of him, too. Fucking skateboard to the face, and the whole nine... I like where this is going, but now that means if you push Fox as much as you're pushing, swerve. Make it happen. Backstage, the JAS expressed their concerns to Jericho with Anna saying that he doesn't appreciate them. And even Daddy Magic says it's not that hard. Like, you know, because his nipples are high.
0: It's not not very often you see Daddy Magic being serious.
1: I mean... That threw me off. So, but I mean, I love it. it it's the truth. Um, they're literally making this entire fucking team outside of him a baby face. All just from leaving him. And it's working beautifully. Yeah. Britt defeats Taya, um Dragged ass. It was, uh, they had like moves. Like they were doing them. Even though they were like, I swear to God, there was a countdown for a couple of them. <laughs> they were, there was just no chemistry at all. I'm no. sorry to say it. There was just no chemistry at all. And then in the three event and the three way main event, excuse me, the Lucha bros defeat the best friends and and, and Mox and Claudio as Cassidy. Then uh, at the end attacks Mox in retaliation after the match, all hell broke loose. Everybody's brawling everywhere. Um, give me more best friend wins. God damn it. I thought they were going to win an ROH over the weekend, but they didn't. But uh I'm glad that they main-invented. Lucha Bros, though. Good shit. I love it. This was a it was a super solid dynamite. I had the only one thing that if I could just out of there one time was the Brit tie a match. But hey, yeah, you gotta you know what I mean. You gotta get your work in. to yeah. get your work
0: in. They had plenty of time, but there was just nothing that kept me glued to the match. Um, honestly, it felt like it went on for over half an hour, but it it was yeah. probably more like 15.
1: It was barely 15 minutes, but no, like, I even told the guys, I was like, how long was that? They're like, oh, it was long. And, you know,
0: giving women plenty of time is a good thing, but not when they're not really doing anything.
1: I heard that. And then for the jerk off that fucking uh, ran the camera, they went right to that, you know, AEW doesn't know how to book women's wrestling sign. And then, oh, shit, that's a bad thing. You're a moron. Anyway, that is all dynamite.
0: Yes. Now, before we go to a break, it's time for Stupid Shit People Say Online. This is Shit Marks Say.
1: God damn it! You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth! Shut out, Marks!
0: Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. Bastards. Okay, Do we have nerds from TikTok this week.
1: They are so lucky. So lucky, there's nothing right now. Um, I'm not blaming the Tottenham game. I'm not blaming the Tottenham <laughs> game. Um, I'm blaming my final. That's what I'm blaming. Uh, I honestly I have not been uh on TikTok for like the last week. It is finals for my summer stuff right now, so I got nothing. Um, but trust me, there's I've got plenty of fucking candidates for Geek of the Week. That's for goddamn
0: sure. <clears throat> oh, I, yeah, I got one too. Uh, oh, on a rare occasion, go. but um, for the nerds this week, I got. Free. Um, first up, we have Davey, the WWE shill. Oh, God. <clears throat> uh, first name should tell you all you need to know, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, don't believe the lies. AEW All In is not selling 75,000 whatever tickets. You t- <laughs> this is the bit that got me. What? You're telling me their product in a completely unknown market. To them, is selling like WWE when they can't even sell out 5K arenas in their home turf. Completely what? unknown? Um, I'm I'm pretty sure AEW is the leader in wrestling in the UK.
1: I was just gonna say, how are they unknown to them? Like, <laughs> what?
0: It's it's also been on free TV, like one of our main channels since day one.
1: What the fuck?
0: Admittedly, it's like a two day delay, but it's free.
1: Exactly. Um, but
0: what the fuck AEW is very known in the UK
1: <laughs> I'm so, uh, What the fuck
0: And and as far as they can't sell out 5k arenas goes um, How many can you get into After Ash
1: Let's keep going well, no. They can't sell out 5k arenas Yet every arena they're in I don't know holds 14k bud
0: yeah, it may not be a sellout, but...
1: WWE doesn't sell out 14K <clears> buildings <throat> all the time
0: either, But Nah. Uh, I, I, I don't know how to... I mean, the fact that you have WWE in your Twitter handle tells us oh. everything you need to know about being a WWE shill. Roman Reigns display picture.
1: Oh. All the signs. All the bad signs.
0: Uh, I... <clears throat> I've always said I'm I'm in the minority that enjoyed The Last Jedi, but I'm about, about to quote Luke Skywalker from that one. Uh, amazing! Everything you just said was wrong. Yep. Oh, you're gonna like this one. Next up, we have oh. Cornetshell from oh, Pennsylvania. Hell. Uh, where is it?
1: Oh, thank Jesus.
0: But. That's not it. Where is it?
1: Jerk offs! I swear to God.
0: Oh, okay, here we go. Uh, nope that's not the one. Oh no! Which one is it? Oh fuck! Maybe I got four actually this week. Oh no! <laughs> um,
1: They're all so bad.
0: I literally saw it this morning. Shit balls! Holy foxicles!
1: That's
0: a great one. Oh, there you go. There it is. All right. Um, Cornette Schill from Pennsylvania uh, was tweeting Ricochet and said, Bro, you're in the same class as the Hardy Boys and Twinkle Toes. That's how you know he's a Cornette Schill.
1: Oh, Um, God.
0: As if that wasn't bad enough. Logan Paul is a natural like Kurt Angle. Yeah. Ricochet, You just flip and flop around like a fish in a boat um, L- Logan Paul is a natural But I would not compare him to Kurt Angle
1: Yeah it's a bit of a stretch eh?
0: Yeah and also I I don't quite know why it's a negative Thing being compared to the Hardy Boys And especially Kenny Omega But obviously I mean you're, you're obviously a Cornette Chill so you hate Kenny Omega by default You're
1: the expert we're my, my bad
0: My but, bad Nobody hated the Hardy Boys in their prime there's a few people that are kind of bored of them now, with they're older. But Hardy yeah, Boys are like old. one of the most popular tag teams ever.
1: Understand, like understand you, you fucking cornet dumb shit. When they were in their fucking peak, that was 20 plus years ago. 20 plus years ago, we're fucking in 23. That was at least 25 years ago. 98, 99. That's when the Hardy Boys were getting action. That was when they were getting the push. And then they got popular in the early twos. And then they did everything everywhere else. And now they're trying to keep going with the same thing that they did in 98 in 2023. So, what the fuck? Yeah. But, uh, I, but think,
0: I mean, I, I, I hate, hate the twinkle com- toes. Yeah, yeah, I think he's comparing them to the Hardies because, obviously, in their prime, the Hardys are well-known for jumping off of shit. Um, yeah, so it was fucking entertaining.
1: Have the you niche. ever watch
0: TLC too?
1: I mean, hello. Come on now. Watch something fun with your life. Um, agreeing with one guy.
0: And finally we have IJas the dumbass. Oh god. Uh, so this was about Brian Danielson, who is obviously has a broken arm.
1: That shit um, snapped, bud.
0: Half of it also doesn't make English. Dude was came out of retirement. And was wrestling safely, and went to this company and got injured.
1: Oh, he was. Yes, just
0: because safely. because AEW uh, caused injury. You only get injured in AEW. That's not. Like I like literally just said, KO was injured. Liv's injured. Um, I'm not sure if Raquel's injury is legit or just storyline. But uh, Big E has a broken neck.
1: Hey, can I and ask? And we ain't you seen him I- since. I heard that. I was like, can I ask you a fun question? When he First got released back. What company did he wrestle for? WWE. He did fucking ladder matches and all kinds of other bullshit. He had a fucking icy title run. And then what happened? And then he got fucking hurt. He got fucking hurt. And so now he's in AEW and honestly it was like he put on a banger match and they just said hey bro go take like three weeks off to recover okay hmm. and that's what he did because him and max fucking quite literally beat the shit out of each other and they were like yeah motherfucking that was dumb but hey for the greatest you know, Iron
0: Man match ever
1: hey, it's the greatest exactly <laughs> the greatest there ever is but like are you <sighs>
0: uh El prince also separated his shoulder last week but yeah people only get injured in AEW.
1: Right. It's only in this one company. How dare they in this? I mean, you, we just, how many did we name last week that were hurt? And then we added what, three today? Yeah. Come on, bud.
0: Three, maybe four.
1: Jesus.
0: Um, Yeah. So I was going to just stick with three, but I'm going to have to go with this four from just because it's so ridiculous. Let's go. Um, It's not even a bad opinion. It's just stupid. Um, so Asuka made her WWE debut in September 2015. In the almost eight years since she debuted, she's been champion for over 1,200 days. Great. I don't even know what to call this guy. Just, I'm, I, you know, what I'm gonna, I'm just say, everywhere is Asia. Um, cool. he says. Now, bear in mind, this is about Asuka. Okay. WWE is trying to give opportunities to Chinese, trying to tap into China market. She's Japanese.
1: I'm in my brain, right now, I can see
0: the big dude from the replacements. I'm Japanese, I'm Chinese, okay? Like <laughs> didn't e o have that exact um encounter with somebody a while ago when somebody said, Go back to China and she yelled back, I'm Japanese bitch.
1: it It was with a fan. And it was <laughs> it went viral. Like what the fuck? Oh my god. They state they are they. I I even remember their like their back and forth, you know, battle in Japanese. Even the announcers are like, oh, they're talking in, in Japanese. Yeah. They've mentioned they're from Japan. Every time they're introduced from I, I forget where in Japan they're both from, but they have <laughs> introduce them from Japan. They're trying to get into the Chinese market, like
0: Uh, And the the Chinese market for wrestling Isn't really that big
1: They tried it with Babatunde And it went nowhere Yeah Fuck What the (laughs) fuck
0: But man How old are you to be mixing up Japanese and Chinese Uh. When they literally get announced They're from Japan Every week And it's quite clearly they're from Japan they speak Japanese in promos on TV
1: mm-hmm.
0: I I just don't have the words For you pal um, They are marks and that's the shit they say the sky. <laughs> Let's go Time to grind Get inside your mind Yeah we working overtime That's the only way to climb We gonna make it in our power Signing on the dotted line Cashing checks left and right That's the way I'm living life uh, I feel alive when I got a goal in sight Chip away, I gotta fight Ain't nobody else in sight Man, I- But we're still laughing from that last tweet uh, Welcome back to the Cap and Show Once again, drop us a like, a sub, a follow Do it all and go to matchrassandnet.weebly.com to learn more
1: That's right, still to come marks say, geek and bestler of the week Well, MVP oh. And this week's In Wrestling History
0: But before we find out the dumb tweets Which we've already done actually I've got that mixed up Let's take a look at the past With This Week in Wrestling History
1: That's right Daz and I Will this week be taking over This Week in Wrestling History So let's get at it July 21st, 2014, in the first day of the annual G1 Climax Tournament, we got to see not one but two bangers, and they were rated four and a half stars by Uncle Dave. Katsushori Shibata defeated Shinsuke Nakamura, and Krasuchka Okada defeated the phenomenal AJ Styles. July 22nd, 1997, in a random Tuesday Night Nitro from WCW, we got to see the great Muda take on the giant. Just for it to go to disqualification, then we saw the Ultimo Dragon add to his title collection as he beat Lord Steven Regal to gain the WCW Television Championship. Also, July twenty second, but in two thousand nineteen, WWF's Raw Reunion saw the return of many classic stars, including Degeneration X, Kevin Kelly, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, and a drunk speech by the great Stone Cold Steve Austin at the end of the show. Oh. Did I mention that the 24-7 title changed hands nine times? Damn! I'm sorry. There's some history for you. July 23rd, 1984. Great day. WWF held a live event that went through MTV and was dubbed The Brawl to end it all. The card had 11 matches on it, yet only saw two aired on MTV. Those two being Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, versus Greg the Hammer Valentine for the WWF Championship. I'll give you one guess who won that one. And the other one was Wendy Richter versus the Fabulous Muda. But it was Cindy Lauper who garnered all the attention as she was in Wendy's corner for the match. July 23rd, 1989, the day I was born and what a great day it was. NWA held the Great American Bash, which was a crazy stacked card, including an NWA title match between Sting and the Great Muta that ended in a double pin that some say is one of the greatest matches in history. A War Games match that featured the World Warriors teaming with the Midnight Express taking on the fabulous Freebirds and the Samoan SWAT team. It finished with a classic as Ric Flair defeated Terry Funk to retain the NWA World's Heavyweight title. did I mention that was the day I was born also July 23rd, 1996, very popular day in wrestling history. The second In Your House pay-per-view was dubbed the Lumberjacks because the main event was a Lumberjack match. Most In Your House shows have one good match and the main event was not that good match. Shockingly, the best match on this card was the Intercontinental Championship match between Shawn Michaels and Jeff Jarrett where Shawn Michaels took the W. Dave Meltzer said it was four and a quarter. I don't know, Uncle Dave. Maybe we have to fact-check you. But the main event was the stinker of the show, as we saw Diesel right, defeat Psycho Sid to retain the WWF Championship, and that match was rated a quarter of a star, and I feel Uncle Dave was being generous. And lastly, same day, July twenty-third, 9th. I'm sorry, two thousand and six. WWS version of the Great American Bash would go down as we would see two rivals go at it for the US title. It's Finley, it's William Regal, and Finley would go on to to retain the US title. We also saw a four-way bra and panties match that would feature the likes of Ashley Marzot, Jillian Hall, Kristen or Crystal Marshall and Michelle McCool. Obviously, no rating was given for this match. But the match that stood out the most for me in a what the fuck moment is The Big Show against The Undertaker in a Punjabi prison match. What the shit? Negative star, and that's according to Uncle Dave. And we here on Max Wrestling, we approve that rating.
0: And that is all your history this week.
1: Right now, Promo Slam 2023 is next week, August the 2nd, coming at you full speed ahead with three huge title matches, including the knowledge title, traditional summer three-way as Daniel Crimmins defends against Beer and Kenny Gill.
0: Hell yeah. Um, After becoming the first ever two-time King of the Mic, Moses has earned his shot at your captain's television championship. We will go one-on-one in TV rules.
1: Shoo-wee, that one's going to be fun, but not only do I get that one, I have my own title defense against Anos as Mascaras It's getting a one-on-one shot against El Jefe in my world title, and this time, when I defeat him, he must finally unmask and put an end to this bullshit.
0: Yeah, let's find out who it is, take it off, like fucking mass Singer. And finally, Cypher has had enough of being a pawn and is looking also for revenge. He takes on Chris Reed in a cinematic match, and if Cypher wins, he earns himself a world title match at Promo Series.
1: I'm ready for it. And of course, we'll be predicting SummerSlam in the group MVP and EVP will be announced. For more information, go to maxreston.weavely.com. forward slash 2023.
0: And now for this week's Geek of the Week pencil
1: neck geek gritty neck. And freak scum-sucking pf with a lousy proceed he's a one-man no-cut losing streak nothing but a pencil neck geek, pencil neck geek. oh uh, there's just a whole oh, head there could be a whole bunch <laughs> Um, but the one and I and I wanted to do like two this week, and you had said you got one, but the one that sticks out for me, and I'm hoping it might be the same just because
0: <laughs> I really hope it is too. Cody. Oh yeah, no, it's not.
1: Ah, oh, fuck goddamn it. I was getting excited. So I'm going with Cody, Cody Rhodes. Um, as he had this lovely interview with Chris Van Leet and he was talking this whole mess about how What he had to leave AEW because what he was doing was, quote-unquote, meta. Which I'm thinking to myself, I must not know what the fuck the meaning of that word is. Because aren't you doing, like, the same thing in WWE? Like, I mean, besides bleeding left and right, you're cutting the same promos. You're being the same guy. You're chasing the same dream of being the first Rhodes world champion that's won, that's not an NWA title. You know, you're, like, so, I I don't understand what, like, I get it, dude, you're in the E, and, you know, you got to play by the E rules, you know, but, like, what the fuck? Threw me for a curveball, and because of that, you donned everybody, and you, for, for me at least, are this week's Geek of the Week. But I'm mad curious on who you got.
0: Damn. Um, Well, I'm going to give an honorable mention to Charlie Caruso. Oh? Um, Because I I found out a lot of things last night about Charlie Caruso I did not know. Oh, no. Um, So, since she got fired, well, released from WWE, which um, apparently was down to her bad attitude, she got, she was fired thanks to Randy Orton and Sheamus basically complaining about her shitty attitude.
1: Beautiful. Love it.
0: Um... So, this week, LeBron's son, um, Bronny James, um, suffered cardiac arrest. She pretty much went on Twitter and blamed it on the vaccine.
1: Oh, that's right. She's Fox News.
0: She's all Fox. Um, oh, my God. So, she's she's anti-vax. So, I thought, I thought, okay, well, there's a few people in WWE that have pretty much, you know, made it clear that they are too and whatever. But digging a little deeper, I found out she's anti-everything. Oh, yeah, bud. Uh, she, she's very Trumper. So she is as right as they come, bud.
1: As right um, as they be.
0: So I, I, went, I went through a few more tweets, and it was like 1st of July, <laughs> something like, now we can return to some kind of normalcy. I'm like, whoa, so mm-hmm. you're also homophobic. Oh, yeah. She's, she's everything. A, she's a good old-fashioned bigot. She's the ultimate Karen.
1: Oh, fuck, Capone. Damn, Charlie. But Jesus. Uh, What a fucking geek for show. I love it. I'm glad you brought that to my attention.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, somebody questioned about her um, pretty much blaming Bronnie's cardiac arrest on the vaccine. Somebody said... Ah, uh, what the hell happened to you? Did you sell your soul or something? She replied, uh, "Nope, always been anti-vax, just never been able to say it out loud until now."
1: But that's dumb as shit, though. I mean, okay. So here's the other thing I want to bring people's attention. I don't, I'm not too sure why exactly. I didn't look into it. I mean, being the sports guy, I didn't look exactly into what happened to Bronny. But understand that this also happened to uh, Shaquille O'Neal's oldest son. I want to say Shaquem. I think that's his name. I forget um and he went he's another way that it was on his way to go play college basketball and he from all the young all the work from being so young kid ended up having a fucking heart attack and it's like what the fuck they're kids and they get understand who their parents are and who what kind of work ethic their parents have and all the this they're preparing them to be the best there's ever fucking you're going to be better than me you know what I mean? That's what every parent ever wants For their children. You're going to be better than me So, what the hell kind of work do you fucking think Bronny's putting in to be better than his dad Who some claim to be the greatest basketball player To ever live Just saying Stop being a dick, Charlie Caruso
0: Yeah um, And obviously you're you're new to The the Premier League, obviously Spurs um, I think Somebody needs to draw Charlie's attention To Fabrice Mwamba Who uh, He's 35 now. I can't remember how old he was, but... Oh, no, 2012. So, shit, this was... 11 years ago. So, he was 24. That's and he just collapsed on the pitch from cardiac arrest.
1: That's right. And then, yeah, the same thing happened to Sokka. Poor poor
0: Sokka. Like, poor guy. Yeah. Like he, It's happened he a few just, times on the pitch.
1: It's You have to understand what they put their bodies through. Like, when I saw that, I'm just like, fuck, dude, like... Guy ran out of gas Yeah, Like I hate saying it like that But it's like knowing the sport of football It's It is all fucking go These guys are running like 15 clicks 15 kilometers A fucking match And most of them don't come out It's,
0: It's brutal So he was 24 at the time So he was young too This was 11 years before COVID So what are we blaming his cardiac arrest on?
1: Uh, uh 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 the common cold and watch run away <laughs> that's why they that's why they're red brev they find wrong with everything right Jesus crime uh sweet so
0: we', we, we are, we've already done shit mark say but Charlie you can get in the bin
1: yep, in the bin
0: uh so now for this week's mVP of the week <laughs> Um, he got his ass kicked this, I mean, we've just been talking about him getting his ass kicked, but I think I'm gonna have to give it to Darby Allen because he's been on every show this week and he's been pretty front and center. Um, also we've seen him highlighted recently as a kind of a mentor to, to Nick and also to AR Fox, even though they kind of came up around the same time. Um, but he was presented more as like a mentor to Fox this week so it's nice seeing darby step into that kind of leadership role i guess
1: Hell leader yeah. of the lock- one
0: of the leaders of the locker room he is one of the four pillars even though he hates to pillow talk
1: yeah he, he admits it
0: <laughs> but it's true he is one of the four pillars he's um aw born and bred um and i think he may be a lifer for aw
1: Oh please, please! I don't want him leaving no time soon. Everything he does is awesome. Um, fuck yeah! Well deserved. Poor guy kills himself dead every single week. And if you like, if I've ever said that he just just resembles Sting so freaking much, that's not even funny. That's exactly how it is, bro. He worked again. He worked every friggin' show. Did awesome. And is going to keep on going. He is the sting. This generation's sting. That's for damn sure.
0: Yeah. So because we've seen so much of Darby this week. He's been very, very relevant. He's the MVP of the week. Fuck
1: yeah. Much deserved.
0: So uh, thank you for joining us. Um, It's actually been a pretty short episode this week. But we've got a lot to cover next week. With Promo Slam. Our next big special. Um, Thank you for joining us this week. I hope we rocked you harder than Barbenheimer rocked movie theaters. Oh, yeah. Came in like a motherfucking freight train. Oh, yeah. I missed the entire weekend and I'm still getting my ass kicked.
1: How? fell <laughs> <You're still> behind.
0: <laughs> Jesus. I've been back in work three days and I'm getting my ass kicked. The hype oh. just has not died down. It's crazy. Nope. I've never seen anything like it. Um, <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> but before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, pencil neck geeks, this week on the A to B of Retro Rebuild Rewind.
1: That's right. All right. So uh, Retro Rewind is officially, it's going to be coming back. It's going to be reformatted to fit a better, faster style, but it's still going to be just as fun and just as quirky as we hope. Um, No official drop date, but expect to drop official comeback episode in August. That's all I know for sure. We're not sure which one, but um, there's going to be episodes where they're solo. There's going to be rando. It's going to be either featuring TSK, featuring somebody in Max. Maybe we don't know. It's just, hey, it's coming at you as it comes at you, just so we keep it entertaining and fun. But if you want more of the TSK, make sure you go check out the episode that hit over 300 views on YouTube. And we appreciate y'all for doing that with the TSK insert as we reviewed uh, Dynamite. And uh, we got more coming. Uh, considering the fact that AEW hasn't booked a single goddamn match for Wembley, we are still hoping for an opportunity to do a little fantasy booking. Uh, but we do have uh, a couple of people's whose uh, machines, uh, computers are dying. so uh, trying to do some over-the-phone maintenance and some other stuff. But it's okay in due time. Some more stuff will come. We've got four weeks to all in anyways. So, But again, the only way to know what's going down between it all is to keep it locked into the socials, and you can find us. All of us on the evil Twitter machine at Max Wrestling UK at the Captain Five One Two and at SMR PodNet. You can check out the website at MaxWrestlingNet.Weebly.com and do not forget to subscribe. Hit that follow button. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and all the socials. Again, three twenty-five is the number we're at. We appreciate you. We got more subs, but we gotta keep going. We hope that we beat the same number, beats all right. Oh, I'm sorry, ex- exceed all expectations or what have you for this next one. Keep coming with the love. We appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I don't know if um, the Facebook version was delayed last weekend because I would say I was away last weekend. But I don't know if that had anything to do with the increase in YouTube. But whatever the reason, thank you very much. And you, Facebook still did well, considering it was two days late. All right. <laughs>
1: Good numbers all around.
0: We'll see what we do next week. Um, with that said, join us next week for Promo Slam 2023: Cap versus Mo for the TV title. Moe versus mascarass for the world title. Beer, Kenny, Crimins for the knowledge title. Chris Ooh. Reed versus Cipher, and Summerslam predictions. You've been watching the Gap and Moe. Goodbye, moi, and good night. <laughs>
1: this cards so stacked, I don't know what to do. It's
0: TV writing.